Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Well, 2024, it's totally out of control. Would somebody please make it stop? Also, hello, my friends. And yeah, like I've said, this year is just a roller coaster of emotion. I think I just want to lay down and sleep. Also, don't go on social media today. It's an actual dumpster fire. People are really, really mad. And why is that? Well, we're going to get to it because welcome to Ups and Downs, the only wrestling review show worth a damn. That's not true. You know, we've got to put over our own product. But for now, we take the finger of power. We give it a kiss. Let's give the good bits an up, <laughs> and the bad bits are down. But we did indeed start this week's episode of Smack It Down with the bloodline walking in the back, and they were super angry as always, when we also got this Royal Rumble highlight video, and that event felt like it happened in 1872. We also have a brand new announced Team 4 Friday nights, and it is Wade Barrett and Corey Graves. Now, as we've already talked about, I do feel very sorry for Kevin Patrick, but putting these two together, I'm just going to say it now. I think this is a really smart move, and we only had one episode of them doing a show together, and already I think they're great. I'm very excited about this. It was then time for more people just walking around backstage, because we saw Cody Rhodes with Pharaoh, and we saw Damage Control hanging out just playing Nintendo, and both of these entities were going to be involved in mega twists. Before that, though, we learned that we are not done with Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul, which makes all the sense in the world. KO got screwed. So out came our United States champion, and I don't know what somebody told him in the back, but it must have been, hey Logs, why don't you go out there and totally go off? So he talked about the fact when he first saw Kevin Owens, he thought he just looked like a pissed off donut, which means Logan Paul thinks donut has feelings, but then he got to the Raw Rumble, and oh my gosh, KO put a beating on him worse than Floyd Mayweather. That hit me quite hard. I was like, oh my gosh, that's actually a sentence he can say. His point, however, though, is that like Elton John, he is still standing, unlike the rest of this brittle roster. When he took a shot of CM Punk, he's like, oh, my tricep. And he took a shot of Seth Rollins, he's like, oh, my knee. I was like, oh my gosh, that's actually going to tie to the future too. We are not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Now he had said Kevin Owens' name around about 72,000 times at this point, which meant wrestling rule number 8.9 had to kick in. Because KO is backstage, you're like, oh, now I've got to go out there. He straight up told Paul as well, you've forgotten the biggest descriptor about you, and that's that you're an unbearable asshole. But also, sure, let's go back to that Raw Rumble. I actually got the moral victory here, even if I didn't get the actual win, because I got to punch you in the face with brass knucks. It's true. His mission remains the same as well, because he is going to win that United States Championship and bring prestige back to the title. And actually, that's one of the things we should do in 2024. We should give that belt to Kevin, and he should be this year's Gunther. He just takes on everybody 
and he wins. Logan was then all like, well, this was my plan all along because I knew you would do this, Kev, because while I'm playing chess, you're playing Go Fish. Can't lie, that's quite funny. Kev made it very clear, though, that he doesn't need weapons to beat Logan Paul, so he shall do this soon. When Logan kind of got scared and was like, <laughs> well, I ain't going to face you again. I need a new challenger. I suppose he's backstage somewhere at the moment, waiting for somebody to push start. Amazingly, right at this moment, Austin Theory walked out there. And I was like, wait a minute, nobody said your name, but he was going to have a match with Kevin Owens. Look, I just like the seed planting we did do here. And I suppose we'll get to the Elimination Chamber and it will be Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul round two. And I actually think Kevin should win, but we'll wait and see up. These two have good chemistry. And this match was really good too. And of course, it all tied in because who helped screw over Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble? It was Austin Theory and it's Mike Grayson Waller. Given that it was a wrestling match, Kevin Owens hit Austin Theory for a while, but Austin Theory hit Kevin Owens for a while. But after he gave him a backdrop and we cut to the commercial, when we came back, Austin was strangling Kevin Owens. I mean, that's what was happening. Grayson wasn't really doing much at ringside either, so I was kind of staring at him like, I bet you've got a right old plan. Maybe he's going to hit him with a didgeridoo. That's the worst thing I've ever said. The theory reversed into that new move he's been doing. It's called like the... It's pretty good. Now, Logan Paul clearly wasn't confident in his brand new friends at all. So at one point, he left the commentary desk and he passed the brass knucks to Austin Theory. But Logan was making such a noise, the referee went over to him like, listen, dude, you're really annoying me. Would you go away? So I was like, fine. He took the brass knucks, he punched Grayson, he punched Austin right in his nose, and he pinned him for the one, two, three. Just like that. Kevin then made sure to literally chase Logan Paul out of there. So yeah, I presume we will do this in a few more weeks. And I'm going to keep everything crossed. The 2024 is the year of Kevin Owens. Up. Naomi was then backstage as she was partying with the rest of the SmackDown roster because she is officially part of Friday Nights. But do you know who else is too? Because they had a contract. There's none other than Tiffany Strand. But that is quite the twist and what a way to bolster up that roster. And given that she was all like, well, I'm so happy and no one else agreed with it. <laughs> Tiffany just punched Meechin right in the face. Look at me. I'm chuckling. I just did not see it coming. And now they've got to have a match later. Bianca Belair was also talking to Nick Aldis because she wants to know what she can do at WrestleMania to take on Io Sky. When Logan Paul barged in, he was like, please, Nikki, don't make me face Kevin Owens again. When Bianca and Logan got into it. So I think we all know what we need to do here. That is our WrestleMania 40 match. Bianca wins. When we got a proper skit. All right. And this was kind of like something you would have seen down in NXT. But Legado Tel Fantasma were in some nice living room drinking wine because Santos Escobar wanted to talk to her. This is because they have an unbreakable bond when he welcomed Electra Lopez back to the group as he laid out what their mission is to make sure we keep Lucha Libra in everybody's mind and respect our ancestors. This is why they have to stop the LWO. <laughs> I was chuckling again. That doesn't make any sense. That's two plus two equals potato. It's like, ah, we want to keep Lucha Libra alive. Well, I know how we do it, by stopping people that are doing Lucha Libra. I think it really worked, though, because Santos is such a good bad guy. Like, he comes across as totally unhinged, so I totally believe he would say unhinged things. And I enjoyed the fact that this was shot in a completely different environment, so much so I am giving it an up. Like it was kind of nothing, but do more of this. It sort of tied into what we got next too, because we had a crazy match. Because it was Tyler Blayton beat Dunn, taking on Humberto and Angel, taking on Pretty Deadly, who were also taking on Wacky Wild and Cruz del Toro. There you go. But the most important thing is that somebody told me that Humberto 
is now called Berto. I need that confirmed instantly. Because one, it means he could join the Sesame Street crew. And two, it also means he has to be very worried about Larry David. Now, there was also a stipulation attached to this match. And I may get it completely wrong. Because it was explained, but I must be tired. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you say? But I think it was this. The winner of this match was indeed going to go on to face the winner of a Raw match. And then whoever wins that match will go to Australia to take on Judgment Day for the tag team titles. Now, I've said it out loud, it's not that confusing at all, but I could totally be wrong. I kind of felt like we only did this match so Wild could do his crazy NXT slingshot dive again, but that is totally fine by me. You got some people on the internet going, eh, it wasn't good as the last one. Man, sometimes pizza is just pizza, bro. I would watch this every day of the week. Certainly didn't work at all because after the commercial, Kit Wilson was just beating him up. When Pete Dunne got the hot tag, and you know what he likes to do, breaks people's hands which makes him kind of a strange person. He needs more hobbies. But then got to all the one-two oohs as everybody got their stuff in when Elton Prince was like, oh man, this hasn't gone well for me because Tyler Bate grabbed him and he did the big old aeroplane spin. Sometimes the simple things just work. Selena Vega and Electra Lopez then got into it because why wouldn't they? Which is when Paul Wilson had his hand snapped by Pete Dunne when Tyler Bate was there. They hit their Mortal Kombat combo finish and they got the one-two-three. So now they are almost the number one contenders. So we are living in a crazy world and this was just your fun time where you could sit down and go, I love wrestling. Never make that noise again. You sound like an out of control ghost. Up. When we just pulled the trigger. Why not? We got WrestleMania to sort. But we saw Damage Control getting ready to head to the ring when EO Sky decided to go all James Bond villain because she just audibly announced her evil plan to the world. It was mostly to say that tonight Bailey is going to be finished, and when they walked away, who was hiding in the bathroom? I mean, she probably just used the toilet, but it was Bales, and she came out, and man, she has the best facials. She looked totally devastated, as you would do. Her friends just murked her. We did make sure to make a big deal out of the fact that Bailey was the Royal Rumble winner, and she talked about this too. I mean, as she's been saying all week, I wasn't even on the poster. But look at me now. It really has worked though, because she was getting all the cheers here. So she's already gone baby face. And she continued on with this too. She was like, listen, I'd love to say I did this by myself, but I didn't. Thanks to my girls, it's thanks to my friends. Although they're more than that, they're family. I was like, excuse me, I got something in my eye. And it turned out I did with some fluff in there. Bailey also knows that to be the best, you have to beat the best, which is when she brought Rhea Ripley into the conversation. Although sometimes when you do look at life, it's not about that. And it's way more personal. Because sometimes you do have to address what's in your heart or learn who your friends are and who they are not when she turned to the rest of Damage Control. Here we go. And they got so damn good because Bell started to talk in Japanese because she was like, yeah, that's right, Kabuki Warriors and EO Sky. I've heard all the horrible things you were saying behind my back because I'm not an idiot and I'm a smart good guy. She also wanted to know if they were done laughing at her and just as she got in Sky's face, of course, Oscar and Kyrie Stane attacked her because they're just horrible people. Now, thankfully, I think Bailey had planned for this because she then got a pipe from under the ring and she started smacking these fools, which meant she wanted to kill them. But then she got the microphone and said, yes, at WrestleMania, I'm going to be challenging you, EO Sky. And everybody went crazy and so did I. This is good stuff. She also used the pipe. To- wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Point at the WrestleMania sign, <laughs> which I've never seen before, but I tell you, Bailey is going to win that championship at WrestleMania, and it is going to be a proper moment, and nobody deserves it more than her, as far as I'm concerned. She is an absolute all-timer at this stage, and I cannot wait. I enjoyed all of this. Very well done, and it paid off a long-term story. Give it a nap. When I got confused, and yes, this happens a lot, but I'm pretty sure it was meant to be the final testament versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, when they all got in the ring, and they just started to brawl. Given the bell hadn't rung, French the ref was like, man, I just want to go home. So I think they called it off. I don't know. Eventually got down to Karrion Cross versus Bobby Lashley. So as always, Lashley whooped his ass. But just as he was about to apply the hurt lock, Scarlett was here. She basically jumped on his back when B-Fab arrived and she attacked Scarlett. So I guess all those conversations she had with Bob last year paid off. It opened the door for Lashley to spear Karrion as the final testament ran away as the authors of Pain were writing a new book like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we hurt so bad. And that was also a bit weird. Couldn't they win the numbers game? There's loads more of them. Now there was no follow-up to this either. And while it is kind of cool to watch a bunch of big guys smash each other, I don't really know where this is going at the moment. It's kind of a shame it's not Survivor Series season. Would work really well. I'm also not 100% sure why they are feuding. So this is one of those stories that needs a little bit of TLC that WWE has given other narratives. So for now, it's a down. Like, I love both groups and I really like how they look, especially Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. They have not done anything for a long old time. It's getting a down. Bron Breaker was then being courted by both Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce. I mean, he was looking through his SmackDown contract here when he did walk off and in walked none other than Jade Cargill. Now, she did indeed shake hands with Aldis, and we kind of made it seem like she will sign with Smackdown, which is what she should do, because then we can get to WrestleMania, and we can do Bianca Belair versus Jade Cargill. I don't even care, man. Just give them five minutes and let them smash each other. Be totally brilliant. When we did indeed get an NXT call-up right, because Tiffany Stratton was properly debuting on the main roster. She also got her first big win as she did take on Meechin and WWE just did this right because the whole point was to say, oh look, it's Tiffany Stratton from NXT. And if you don't know, she's a big star. Who? A big star. Did you say star? You bet I said star. Now Meechin did whoop her ass for a little while here, including giving her a ground and pound when she looked through her suplex book and decided, you know what? I'm just going to do all of them. Tiffany then got back into this by hurling Meechin's face into the floor when she asked what time it was. 
And obviously, it was Tiffany time. What were you thinking? 4 p.m.? Shut up. He then did over talk with the D-pad, so Meechin got back into it with a bunch of strikes when she hit the neck breaker. And I was like, damn it, she wanted to break some necks. It kind of looked like she had it one as well because she hit the double knees, although Tiffany was able to get her foot on the ropes when she made sure to plant her with some kind of fireman's carry. And she did that wonderful moonsault, which probably is the best moonsault is the business. And she got the one, two, three, lickety split just like that. So I am very excited to see what she does do on SmackDown because honestly, she can go all the way. She has all the tools. Give it a nap. When? Well, I'm just going to tell you, if you haven't seen SmackDown, you should probably be sitting down for this. Are we going to finish the story at WrestleMania 40? No. No, we're not. Unless the book is the never-ending story, then yeah, sure, onwards we go. So it's no wonder that Cody Rhodes is sick of the memes, but before this, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline did head to the ring. You know the deal. It took around about 78 minutes to get there. Roman then did ask the fans for some acknowledgement, which he did get when he started to talk about Seth Rollins. This is why Reigns is so damn good. Because as soon as he did the name drop and he got no reaction without missing a beat, he just went, ha, yeah, I knew it. No pop. I was just laughing away. He is great. He also called Rollins Championship the loser bracket title. I was just on the floor dying because he was burying this guy as he continued because he did say, oh man, you think you're the man around here? What kind of man spends the last two years walking around in his wife's clothes? Now look, that was a funny line, but also you should dress however makes you feel comfortable. Life is way too short. He then really lent into all of this because he was all like, oh man, Rollins doesn't like the fact that I work 10 times less than him, but here's the real rub, you absolute more on i also earn 10 times more than you shut up he then turned his attention to cody and said yeah sure man you can go after the number two championship or take a crack at number one and given what was about to happen as much as i enjoyed this was a bit like probably should have died it down just a little bit at this point roman had said cody's name a lot though so he did have to go to the ring this was probably one of those occasions with Rhodes in the back going, man, I don't want to. Now, Cody did indeed want this conversation to be more private, even though there was 10,000 people watching on. So he asked the bloodline to leave. And very interestingly, Roman agreed. So that was just those two. And Paul Heyman was kind of hanging out in the corner. Now, this got super interesting because Rhodes mentioned how he had taken counsel from his family and friends this week. When after almost a year, he finally said, hey, Roman Reigns, you cheated me last year at WrestleMania and I had you beat. I said, oh, man, that is so cathartic. I have been waiting for that for the last 10 months. He also wanted to make it very clear, and he said this twice, that the title the Tribal Chief holds is the one that he wants because that is the one that is tied to his dad. He's also been considering what finishing the story means, though, and he has decided, sure, it does mean winning that championship, but Roman, it also means taking everything from you including his shoes. He didn't say that. So no matter what happens, Cody is coming for Roman, just not at WrestleMania. I can't lie. When he did say that, my heart broke. I was like, Cody, why? What are you doing? This is when Cody went back to the fact that he had been chatting to people, especially one guy that Roman knows very well, when it all went quiet. And guess whose music hit? That's right, it was Doink the Clown. Can you imagine? No, it wasn't. You already know it was The Rock. Now, he stared at Cody and Cody stared at him as they did have a big old embrace when The Rock whispered something to his ear, probably like, I'm taking your main event, brother. And look, we don't know about emotions. You can only see what we are seeing. But if you told me that Cody Rhodes wasn't very happy, I think I'd believe you. I mean, it looked like when Ralph Wiggum had his heart broken by Lisa Simpson. Fair play to him, though, because it is just the ultimate company, man. And then, yes, Roman Reigns looked at The Rock, and The Rock looked at Roman Reigns as they slowly approached each other to let you know this is super serious. 
and as soon as they were in kissing distance, Smack Down went off air. So while no one said anything and we didn't get a graphic, if this isn't the main event of WrestleMania 40, the WWE have totally lost their minds and they're just trolling you. Now ironically, it does give us a lot to talk about because the following two statements can be true. Because one, it is properly gutting that we are not going to be getting Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Like, I genuinely feel sad about this. I really wanted it. However, number two, it's also awesome that we're going to get The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I mean, people have wanted that match for years, and let's not pretend that Dwayne Johnson isn't a megastar. Of course he's a megastar. At some point today, my mum will text me, oh, the actor is doing the wrestling again. She doesn't have a clue. With all that said, though, timing is everything. And when you put everything into a bucket, the timing just doesn't work here. Because now that we have seen this, why did Cody point at Roman Reigns after the Rumble? Also, why would Kofi give up his Raw Rumble powers for The Rock? And thirdly, why did we let Roman Reigns totally destroy Seth Rollins and his championship if that's the belt that Cody is now going after? And mainly, and I've never said this before, I've always been on the other side of the fence, but it left me with this feeling of my tum-tum that just said, why didn't we just have Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39? So open up the pack, friends. I'm joining you. So again, we can't really lose here because we are going to get Roman Reigns versus The Rock and that's going to be mega. But when I search my feelings like a Jedi, it's going to get it down. So my overwhelming filming was just actual disappointment for Cody Rhodes and that we are taking this story and we are extending it way too much. Also, speaking of stories, this story doesn't make any sense. Why would Cody bust his ass to win the Royal Rumble, actually do it and then go, oh, I spoke to The Rock. I'm just going to let him do what he wants to instead. What? I'm also going to imagine that Roman beats The Rock, which means this title run has to continue. And listen, I'm a massive Reigns fan, but it's just time to end it. That's the truth. But also, look, I'm repeating myself now, but it is the equivalent of somebody knocking on your door and telling you, oh my gosh, I've invented no calorie pizza. And you're like, well, I really wanted no calorie ice cream. You're still going to have a good time. But yes, in terms of February the 3rd, whatever the hell it is, I'm just not sure this is the direction we should be heading in when it comes to long-term booking. But in terms of getting a pop and getting people going crazy, well, it certainly ticked that box. However, I have made my decision. I stand by it. And I've told you many times, though, I do enjoy the chaos because I am Dr. Robotnik. So overall, I am going to give it an up. And now, man, if we are doing Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes for the second championship, as Roman Reigns told me, we got to put some work in. But those two are the workhorses. I'm sure they can figure it out. Now, please do click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Dynamite. And that's going to be a very interesting conversation now that people are mad at WWE. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And again, there's a comment box down there. Keep it nice. But if you want to go off, be my guest. Thank you for joining me as well, my friends. And now let's go and rest. Let's hope the next week is a little bit calmer. Take care. See you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.